1: Nebraska Preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla.
0: This guy, which means we're back for another week. Oh, I can hear myself now. A few audio, audio, technical difficulties, more like TV difficulties. <laughs> As uh, we welcome in my man, Jacob Padilla. JP, how are you, buddy?
1: Good. Uh, good to be back here. We obviously had some scheduling issues at the whole. Uh, Fred Hoiberg had to go and hire an assistant coach and kind of wipe out our, our scheduled studio time. So yeah,
0: I like the impromptu Facebook stuff. <laughs> so like that's just taking the initiative because for a guy that is not very good with Facebook like myself, I'm always appreciative of, of ingenuity. Yeah. I, I don't use it much
1: either, but I was like, well, I saw these games. I, I got some thoughts. I might as well put it somewhere.
0: Um, and so, yeah, I got some thoughts. <laughs> I got some thoughts. How's how? So the week was obviously pretty busy. Teams were separated all over the place uh, be, between what was going on and in, in early on in, in the middle of April. You're obviously coaching in in Des Moines. You're trying to follow along. Uh, Adidas Circuit is is up in Indianapolis. Supreme is doing their thing as well. I mean, there's a lot going on to 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 keep advantage of. And yep. I think you and Ice were the only two teams. That were who else was in Des Moines with you? I know our so, second team went undefeated, like you guys did. Who else was in Des Moines so with you guys? We, yeah,
1: we had the OSA elite teams, Powerhouse, uh, power, or uh, Team Factory, Ice, uh, and then some of the Supreme teams, um, and and, and BDA as well. BDA, so, yeah.
0: So, uh, how is Powerhouse starting to come together with some of their rosters this summer? Is yeah, it too early? Yeah, uh, they have my attention a little bit just because. I guess kind of like the opportunities they afford, folks.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I got to see Skirka's 17s play uh, a few times. They went three and one in a, in a tougher pool. They um, Did a pretty good job. It's so much athleticism on that team. Yeah. Uh, and they, they love to get on run. You've got uh, a few unsigned seniors playing down. Plus, uh, Teandre Perkins is on that team with Martell Evans
0: and Quincy Evans. So a lot of length yeah, and athleticism. Athleticism, yeah. not, a, not a problem. Yeah. yeah. Were you expecting Perkins' transition to be a little smoother at South? Yeah, th-
1: that was a whole team that it just never really seemed to come together. Um, things just never clicked for whatever reason. A lot of individual talent. Uh, yeah, because we talked about and we thought they had a chance to with Jojo Ford and Perkins adding to those young guys that played uh, the previous year to kind of come together and make a leap and um, just couldn't quite figure it out. Uh, but we'll see kind of what they got some good players in, in that program and we're seeing them play this summer now. Jacob Martin's also on that powerhouse team um got a handful guys they did pretty well i saw the uh their their top 16s team which uh is formerly the 402 chaos team got a bunch of lincoln kids and a few elkhorn kids um and they uh i believe they went three and one uh powerhouse uh brown um with with Moore and kendall hinton uh had a couple of good games while i was watching them uh big guy from south lincoln southeast um, they added uh, KG Gatwich um, and Thomas Alsop, who's heading to West Side uh, from Elkhorn South. Um, he, he had he had a pretty good like last game that I saw them play. So it's it's a pretty talented team. I think they're still kind of figuring some things out. They're missing a piece uh, this weekend, so um, they that, that's definitely a team that's going to have a chance to have a solid season.
0: Where were the the bulk of the games held? So uh, they
1: uh, it's a pretty big tournament, I, I think attack and gym rats and recruit look all kind of combined to host this thing uh they had like seven
0: different facilities a
1: couple in yeah. Ames. you um, were
0: really spread out yeah. in indianapolis as well played at a couple of high schools i was i was a little less than enamored <laughs> but i mean it is what it is so,
1: so most of the games like I, all my games uh and all the games i watch basically were at the i think it's a newer facility mid uh mid-american recplex um over there in des moines uh, I'm not sure I've been there yeah five different or six different courts and I so, feel like we live in Des Moines yeah, I, at least I, part of the time right have we been there well uh I don't believe I think it is like brand new like my uh my brother's roommate uh is from over there on like the far side uh of Des Moines and he had never heard of it so um I, I think it's it's pretty new and um Boy, they just keep putting up facilities there were so they had three courts uh kind of one two three of the main courts then four is all the way at the back of the facility past all these wrestling mats there was a big wrestling tournament going on uh, over there as well this shout weekend. out
0: to wrestling yes yeah. uh,
1: and then the other two courts were back on top of a hockey rink and they had little like sport court um courts out there and um it's kind of it's it's a nice facility but uh i would have preferred a little bit better the 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 one way back uh it's really slippery floor. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's the the first
0: floor that uh some of those guys were playing on in the 15 or 16s in Indianapolis, you know, at least from a a TV standpoint, I mean it was I don't know, it looked like an all-purpose floor. Yeah. And you're just you're just asking for trouble. It was like a concrete floor or something. I don't even know what it was, but it wasn't great. That was
1: where our last game was. Um and then the first game we came out and played and shot like three for nineteen from three uh after shooting 37 percent last ring the hoops one was like nine seven the other was like nine eight or nine nine like neither of them who were. Was, 10. who was they the first to ice. let
0: you know was it the kids when yeah. they're in warm-ups yeah uh
1: yeah they like i mentioned more at halftime but um yeah it was mentioned the refs like yeah whatever I'm like I, I feel like 10 foot hoops should be the bare minimum for a live period tournament
0: <laughs> um is that but, too much man. to ask yeah
1: but other than that, it was a pretty good tournament. Um, like I said, good, good, uh, good work by my team. We went 4-0. Um, had two comeback wins uh, uh, on Sunday. We were down double digits both games and found a way. Rallied, gave up like 22 combined points in the second half of those games. Um, so uh, guys really dug in and uh, closed out the
0: week and strong. When you're talking about kind of what was going on and what you're able to see, I'm, I think the answer to this question is you prefer to coach, but you're double dipping. You're trying to, you're providing perspective. You know, we've got to do this show. I'm handling one tournament in, in Indianapolis. You're handling Des Moines. We're trying to follow Twitter feeds and make sure, like, do you, do you rather coach? <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: really enjoy, um, uh, coaching for sure. Uh, but I, I enjoy all of it. Like, um, I do enjoy going and seeing other programs. I love like hopping on the benches of other OSA teams and hanging out with those guys and kind of seeing the way that they do things and, uh, helping out any way I can. Um, that's, that was always one of the cool things about like the, the, the Sanford Pentagon league, where it was just all OSA teams just bouncing from bench to bench throughout the weekend. And
0: um, so you could have seen guys like Alex Wilcox and go 10 of 13 from three.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When he gets going, he is tough. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, pretty good weekend there and uh i know that's gonna be a pretty good team i believe uh the gold team went two and two this weekend but two close wins i think they lost on a buzzer beater or something like that uh but we we can uh kind of transition over to india first uh a couple i thought brooks kissinger for team factory over in des moines played really well um he's tough he's so strong going to the rim yeah um and factory had solid weekend i believe they went two and two um the guy that really stood out for me uh, was Trason Anderson uh, from Lincoln Pius for MBDA, and saw three of their games. He averaged nineteen points on sixty percent shooting, forty five percent from three, nine boards, two steals, and three blocks in, in those three games. And he's a guy that I think he's he's got a, so much potential, and I think he's a kid that just needs an opportunity to play and to keep figuring things out. So obviously playing behind all those seniors at Pius play a little bit here and there wasn't able to really go out there for any extended stretches wasn't able to kind of expand his game too much he's just playing the role as kind of the backup behind a senior laden team um and obviously nebraska supreme last summer he's kind of playing behind jacob a rope and um so this year i think uh maybe not playing uh with as much talent um at at that high level will give him a chance to kind of really uh blossom here because he he had a he had just awesome game first game at twenty two and 10, four blocks like they were struggling and he, he showed flashes
0: I you remember the 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 brief minutes we saw against Bellevue West in the Bellevue West Pius game where you know Bellevue West gets out to the early lead and he I thought he played pretty well and and he, you know he flashed and it was like oh they may have something here he's just a pup but they 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 they've, they've got they maybe have something with some of their underclassmen.
1: Yeah, for sure. And he's going to be a huge part of that. Um, and again, I think this, this summer will be good for him. I have a chance to kind of be the guy for a team uh, and uh, put a team on his back and kind of expand his game a little bit. And he's just firing up from three. And again, nine to 20 from three in the three games I saw this weekend. And it wasn't, wasn't really something that, that they were allowing him to do at, at Pius this is that, year. Is that pretty so. good shooting? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take. I think any coach would take that. Um, I know I, I saw a little bit of the. I didn't see any of the 15s, but 16s. Lincoln Supreme team. They were shorthanded. They were missing a few of their better players. Uh, Asher Endorf wasn't there. Uh, uh, Kale Gustafson from Osceola wasn't there. But um, I know uh, Dane Jacobson. Kid's so tough. Such a He's a different player from his brother. Uh, he's more of kind of like the connector glue piece. He'll go get you a bucket when he needs it. He'll go get you a board when he needs it. He'll make a play for somebody else. I saw that he had a game winner, I believe, for them uh, in one of their games. I didn't get a chance to see that one. Um, Gunnar Lime had, they were kind of, they, they faced an overmatch opponent, but Gunnar Lyme from Bennington at 22 and uh, 11, I think it was. Um, uh played really well for them so it was it was cool to see that team i didn't get to see any uh of the supreme teams previously um and I, I think that's that's most of what i saw i guess for my team uh kevin brown has been awesome for us so west far side, this season. West, side yeah, west side
0: really started to evolve kind of late right yeah. they brought him up about the halfway point of last season and and tried to to work him in a, a guy that i'm just familiar with not just because of the west side thing but was an express guy played for for coach mitchell um as as a young guy we, we had him for a long time It was so the age fluctuation i i sometimes forget that some of the guys that we played with were are older yeah. <laughs> than some of our kids but you know we didn't really pay it any mind we just we just played basketball and he's a guy that has shown some flashes and you know the weird thing about kevin he's he could have been a good football player too huh? could have been a good football player what position would you he's what? a tight end kind of wide receiver is she was a tweener, right? He wasn't yeah. over the top burner. Yeah, like to be a wide out, but it's not quite big enough to be a tight end. But but a but a pretty good football player as well. Yeah. He had, he
1: was kind of the key behind our comeback. the uh, like, Southwest Minnesota him. stars He had 20 and 10 in that game and hit some huge free throws down the stretch. We were down double digits in the second half and we just stepped up and he he was one that led us uh, a couple other guys um and he he's been awesome like his first seven games to start the year uh had a a tough one in our last game on sunday but beyond that he he's been our most steady performer um great kid too like i i love having him on the team he is an awesome fantastic kid kid. um connor hamilton from lincoln east is another uh addition to our team this year and he really kind of came alive here um had uh i think two three double digit games uh, had a huge half um to get us started in our last game sunday when nobody else was kind of going at 10 in the first half to keep us going he had 14 i think in uh that other game he was another big part of that comeback um and then evan warner um well he can shoot it uh, and he shot the heck out of it he hit five threes in the second half to lead our comeback over peer prep um finished with 24 in the game um admit huge. I think he hit three in a row at one point, and they, they kept. Yeah, he's from not and he's and not afraid away. either. No. Like he'll
0: will yeah. shoot that thing. So we,
1: we, again, we got a pretty balanced team. A lot of different guys have stepped up, but those are a few of the guys that kind of had some of the, the biggest performances this weekend for right.
0: me. And Indianapolis of the seventeens from ETG, they go end up going one and three, uh, in the tournament. The sixteens go four and zero. Oh. Um, a little different caliber of competition than kind of what I thought. S- some a, a few easier victories uh for those guys in the 15s i've kind of said this the 15s are are built now we'll see how it evolves this summer but the 15s are built for kind of a long haul they've got good size they've got elite level guard play um will they defend and be able to get enough tough paint points but they've got good size in the front court They're, they're pretty complete yeah, Brock Scholl has had a really good start what, from what I've seen. That's a fa- fantastic call. So the whole Brock Scholl evolution thing—I was at that practice, obviously, where he kind of gets a call, like, "Hey, we'd love to have you. We're down a couple of guys." And I'm talking to his dad because we go way back, just from um, you know Mitch and and having played against and each other for a long time. And and I remember leaving at UBT, and I this is probably three, four weeks ago, and he said, hey, I really like what Coach Runco is doing. This is great development. And and I watched the practice. And I, you know, you've been around it long enough. You see who fits. And I saw how the kids were playing with him and how he was good with BJ and Reese and those guys. And I left and I told him I'm walking out of UBT. And I said, I think he'll be sticking around. Yeah. Right. Like he's just a guy. He's got good touch, good length. I think it's going to serve him well playing with Against those yes, caliber of sure. athletes, to it's not necessarily to toughen him up, but he doesn't see those guys that much. And he played mostly freshman ball this year. I, I saw he got pulled up to JV
1: when somebody was missing, but I, I don't think he was on their full time JV roster. I think he was playing mostly freshman ball. So, um, like you said, great opportunity for him to uh, play against some high level competition. And, and he's a good addition. And, good and addition. He's not a guy that's going to drop twenty and ten on you in no. any given game, but he'll take advantage of the opportunities he gets. He was in double digits, barely missed a shot uh, when I saw him last week. And I saw um, at least one of the games he was in double digits uh, again this weekend. Did they they play their first game? Was that a forfeit? A forfeit, Okay, yeah. Yeah. Texas takeover forfeit.
0: So, and and, and you go back to the 16s. I felt like this was the best that they had shared the ball, right? When it moves and it doesn't get sticky and they're not just pounding it against, you know, uh, the court. You allow shooters to shoot, right? Neil Mosser, Jaden Jackson, those guys shot the ball pretty well over the weekend because that backcourt, those guards are going to get them good looks. They can get to almost any spot on the floor and and they're gonna get good looks. Yeah, and you're pointing what eight you had eight
1: this weekend. Yeah. 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 Um, and just like following along with Mike Soder's tweets, I think at least six of the eight scored uh, in uh 13 points or more, more. In, yeah in, at some one point. point yeah um so and, I, and that's I, as a matter of fact i think everybody did over the weekend okay that's and that's why that, that team's so good like in that's any true. given game that's, yeah somebody's thing gonna happened get last you. weekend um you've got i jay and jackson had a 15 point half last weekend uh um, well master had all 16 getting, the second yeah the,
0: the third game uh-huh sunday yeah all in the second
1: half. And Neil did the same thing previous weekend, recruit look when I was watching, hit five threes or whatever it is in the second half. So like you got guys that can really get going. Um, and then a guy like uh, CJ Mitchell, who's kind of been the, the steady guy that um, the consistent performer leading that attack. And obviously you've got guys that can even impact the game beyond scoring. Uh, obviously Kayla Benning, first and foremost among them um, yeah, who had
0: t- 10 assists <laughs> in, in the, in the fourth game. He's just going to get you easy buckets. He turns you over. Guys get run outs. He takes pressure off of having to handle the ball. I mean, those those guys. And and what Coach Mitchell and Coach Albers, those guys have done is they'll play matchups. So they'll take the guy that they think has a good matchup. You know, Kevin Stubblefield, there'll be times where they'll use him to bring the ball up the court. Or they'll allow him to ISO. You get a big. He handles it well enough they do a really good job of 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 playing matchups and when like i said when they share the ball is is when they're at their best cuz they're gun they're going to turn you over at some point yeah um and so they went 4-0 all all by double
1: digits i think closest game was 11 um they and that had, was early yeah uh 13 to indiana central <laughs> and yeah or 13 yeah so they had a what 28 uh overall in athletics, uh 21 over urban uh dfw. I didn't see the score for the the, the final game. Yeah, but...
0: 80,
1: 87-53 in the the last game. Okay. So it was
0: yeah, yeah kind of easy breezy. Yeah,
1: it's 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 a very very good team. Um the gold team, uh obviously the uh both the ETG teams and the OSA uh Adidas gold teams playing on the the Gold Gauntlet this year. Um and the the 16s went two and two, but uh, they had one loss, 61, 60 and one 80, 76. So they were in every single one of those games. Yeah. Uh, they had a blowout. To and that was the Wilcox and 34 points. <laughs> he uh, shot 10, 10 of, of 13, 10 of 13. And
0: I, I just like him in yeah. general, you know, I, I just, I mean, we, we've, we've played against him for so long. I've just kind of grown to appreciate those guys that compete and he's fantastic. That's, they got a team that can really shoot the ball. You at
1: uh, Alex Wilcoxon and Matt Binder, the guys that have kind of led them so far. Uh, Coach Freeman's kind of they, they've got somebody keeping stats for him, and uh, those are leading scores so far. And that's kind of what you expect, guys that have played at a really high level, um, now get a chance to kind of be the lead guys on this team. And they've got really nice pieces around them, guys that can shoot the ball. Jay and Cassio Jensen has had a great start. Um,
0: carter Uh, mick trying to
1: wst bird yeah carter mick uh coming over from from lincoln east uh kind of double dipping between baseball like pitching on friday and then heading up to indianapolis to play the weekend he's got got a good future uh (laughs) luke Nomishi, uh apparently soccer this weekend and then uh went up there for a couple games uh so they've got some multi-sport kids but they're uh, They're making work. That's going to be a, a fun team to watch. I mean, I've only got to see them play one time so far, but um, I really like the pieces on that team. And Coach Freeman, I've got a lot of respect for him and the way that he coaches. This yeah, team. he's
0: got a good basketball team. You know, the cool thing about it is I think sometimes we get too hung up on, you know, gold or wherever folks are playing on the gauntlet or a lot of times it's about fit right like yeah. you can take some players and you put them on some teams and they're different players as opposed to playing with other players right i'm, I'm watching guys like well you'll take the supreme yeah. for instance who we, we we didn't get to yet I, I i look at a guy like like eldon turner like as a lead guard yeah. where he's the guy that i've been talking about for a couple years now and and i'm just thinking he may have that opportunity now we'll see what happens with Guys landing at different schools and who plays where in the backcourt, but the more times that he has a chance to be a decision maker with the ball in his hands, the better player he's going to be. And he's never really been afforded that luxury before. So there are guys like that where you put them with the right people, like you let Wilcoxen play with a dynamic ball handler or yeah. a guy that can penetrate. Yeah, he's going to be a really, really good
1: player. And that's the thing. Like when you're going through and putting teams together and uh we uh, I think parents, parents, and a lot of the kids often always just kind of look. Oh, we want to be on the highest team possible. Yeah. You get towards the back end of t- trying to put those teams together, you got to weigh that. Like, do I take the ten most talented kids uh, and, and just put them on that top team, or do you kind of look towards the back end? You're like, let's get uh, uh kind of a, a good role player or two of that eighth, ninth, tenth spot. That would maybe be fit better in that role. Whereas the, maybe the eighth best player, you make him the number one on that second team. That's still going to play a good schedule uh, and have a chance to, to really compete. Um, those are those things that like we as coaches are always trying to, when you, when you're putting together teams, you've got to, you're putting together teams. You're not just uh, like ranking players. necessarily. right. Right. And, for,
0: for instance, cause this is close to home. Like I look at like, what's the real difference between a Wilcox and a Moser and a Jaden Jackson. Just Right. Uh, Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it can boil down to simply who they're playing with. Yeah. Right. Like they can all shoot it. They all dial it from distance. Uh They can do multiple things offensively, defensively, the certain passing skill set. Do I want Jaden Jackson's ability to rebound? Do I want monsters passing? Do I want Wilcoxon's poise and his toughness and his willingness to guard? Like those are the things that depending on who you put them with can accentuate their different strengths. And again, like
1: Wilcoxon, is he getting 13 threes on like ETG or Supreme team? Good point. And that's, that's the way, like, I I hope uh, a lot of like parents and and kids can see that, like what the opportunity is, depending on what team you are, who you're playing with. You've got a chance to really show uh, yourself more as the lead guy on on a good team. That's why Uh, it drives
0: me crazy just to see points. Yeah.
1: Like that's just, it's just lazy. And that's why I keep a a total box score. I like to see. All right, yeah, you you got twenty points, but it'd take you twenty shots. Did you also rebound? Did you uh,
0: where? How are are you getting them? Are are they are they layups off of runouts? Are they are they wide open looks? Because guards have, I mean, well, you know it firsthand because you watch a team where, if you take Chris Paul out of that Phoenix Suns lineup, shots are a lot tougher to come by. (laughs) You play with Chris Paul, you get a lot easier shots like that matters and so sometimes i think we lose sight of context right it's not just about dribble 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 see if i can take a guy one-on-one get a shot yeah. like it's there, there's there, there's a lot more than that yep and I, I just watched it by a, a guy in obagi be that kind of guy who scores but gets his shots within the confines of the offense 100%. without wasting dribbles hundred percent.
1: And that's the kind of player that Devin Booker has grown into playing within the, 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 he's become a that. What
0: he, a, I hate to give you any credit, <laughs> here, but he's become flat out scary. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it took he's a little bit for getting them. started too. Cause now he defends. Yeah.
1: That's, that's the thing. Like he's got a reason to, and uh he doesn't either carry as much responsibility. So he's got more effort to, to put in an all around game. And, uh but yeah, that's, uh, it's all that stuff is important. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that like with my team i always stress making the play for the next guy yeah. make you get into the paint make the right decision and there were stretches this weekend we weren't doing that in that last peer prep game i don't know how many times we got blocked inside or it drives me uh, crazy
0: the, the the double pump layups the, yeah. the, the 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 needing to shoot floaters and contested layups it's i'm a carolina fan so i watch caleb love yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> we talked about it, but <laughs> yes. so if you're in the paint, feel free to just kick it. I watched Aiden Zickman this weekend. So good at being in rhythm. And you see those guards where they compromise your defense. They break you down. They kick it out there. He gets nice in rhythm. Looks. He found he was putting the ball on the deck. He had a fantastic weekend because the ball didn't stick. Yeah. and, I have second our guys were struggling about that early on down the
1: stretch. We made three, four huge plays, making the right decisions. Some of those led to the a couple of Evan Warner's threes. A couple others led to a kick and then another drive and then a layup. Um, I guess all about making the right decisions and playing off of your teammates and making the game easier for everybody else because they will do the same for you if you buy into
0: that. Right. That- so so you go back to a team like Supreme, right? You know, I talked talk about Eldon Turner getting to play with a guy like Pekorski who plays the point for his own team. He doesn't have to work near as hard handling the basketball for Supreme in the summer. So you get a chance to see more compliments of his game, being able to use ball screens, kind of a catch and shoot guy. He gets to conserve energy. He's a big, strong guy. Like some, those things matter, I think, when you're looking at, how you assess overall talent. Yeah. And
1: might as well kind of transition that real quick, touch on what, what Supreme did. Um, we can start with the 16 since we're on there. I believe they went two and two, um, lost one game by two points. Uh tough one. But Jacob Arope, it looks like ha- had a pretty
0: darn good weekend. I believe he had 17 points and 15 rebounds. In, if you, you let him, game. he's a he's a tough matchup. <laughs> you you better. You're not really guarding him unless you stretch him on every facet of the basketball game. Because if you let him settle in and he starts feeling good about himself, he's a handful. And Jake Hill in, it looks like, had another,
1: had a good weekend as well for them. He's heading over to Southeast next season and um, from Lincoln North Star. And he's a guy that I really like, like the upside there. Did you see Long, the dribble dark?
0: <laughs> I, I did not see that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Like, I didn't know he had that in him, but. Yeah. When they when they share the ball, that's yeah, that's a tough basketball team. Yeah,
1: as he continues to kind of evolve and understand how to even better how to play the game, like he's got all the tools and skills to be a very good player moving forward. So I'm excited to kind of see how he develops. Um, Seventeens, I, I believe, went three and one. Um, and Chase Henderson, the, the point guard over from from Iowa, I think overall was one of their leading uh, leaders all weekend. And then beyond that, it was kind of a little bit of everybody here and there. Tate Oddbuddy had a, a pretty good weekend. Jake Brack had his moments. Brennan Clemens, Rylan Smith. It's um, good to
0: see Brennan healthy. Yeah. He, that's, How that's many games can he play in a row, right? That's, Let's see if we can stack a good summer together. Where you're playing multiple games and it's so hard to
1: develop when
0: everything's so stop and start you're you're spending as
1: much time with the trainers as you are with the the skill guys so ho- like you said hopefully for him he'll be able to kind of put together something here that he can build on and project forward because obviously he's got he's got plenty of physical tools there uh and, and then Cale jacobson uh mentioned should mention uh north dakota offer yeah. uh Congrats to him. I know he's been working really hard for that. Summit's I'm, I'm been, pretty happy for him. Someone's been uh, kind of hovering around that the whole time, but nobody was quite ready to pull the trigger. Uh, and it finally happened. So we'll see what goes from here. But um, good, I think that's a good offer, Coach Sather. And um, with everything that kale has been through, yeah. such a great kid. I'm so happy for him. Easy
0: to cheer. He's like the one
1: guy that universally
0: everybody likes, man. Easy to cheer for.
1: And then, real quick, 15s went three and one. Uh, Bryson Ball had a pretty good weekend, um, from what I could see. At 25 in the loss, that, that was an overtime. Tried to keep a minute. Uh, had another good game. I know Brayden Frigger um, threw one down. He's kid's heck of an athlete from Lincoln Southwest. Bouncy. Um, and then Corian Gallatin Gallatin uh, playing up. In the tremendous point tremendous ball handler. He's uh, he's he's eighth grader playing up uh, with the 15 you guys this summer and running the point for them. So. Um overall, I think pretty good weekend for the most part. A lot
0: of, a lot of teams stood out during the first live period uh, of the spring. We're just getting going. That's my main man, Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. We'll be back next week with Nebraska Preps postgame. A at Media Production.